we've been talking about how salvation is not of works, that it's a gift of God. It's a gift of His grace. It's not involved with works at all. We don't do any works to earn it, to bring it about. Man is not involved in it. Man does not contribute in any way to producing salvation. That is an ultimately important doctrine because Satan has been hard at work uh, all throughout history, and he is today, of trying to corrupt that basic starting point and to make man, who is inherently religious, because inherently, instinctively, man knows there's something out beyond him. And, and man, all throughout history, has looked up to the heavens to say, who is, who is this being you know, in a religious way? Uh, or who, is this, who, who are the powers beyond me? And many times man makes wrong conclusions about that, doesn't have the truth. But man is religious. But ultimately then Satan gets in there and, and corrupts man's thinking into thinking, I've got to do something to appease my God, to appease the supernatural powers, to do some work to appease Him. And that is very common in uh, false religion. It is really the key element or the basic element of all false religion is thinking I've got to do something to appease God and then I will pay for my sins. Man thinks I've got to pay for my own sins. I've sinned, so I've got to make some payment to appease God. It is true God needs a payment, the key point there is we can't make that payment. We're disqualified. Our hands are dirty. We can't make that payment. God cannot accept a payment from us with our dirty hands offering it to Him. That's a picture we can think about. God can't accept that. Maybe you can think of like, say, you know, somebody's making some food dish to try to pee somebody or give to somebody and and that person makes a nice plate of food, but then they, they, they have filthy hands and, and they serve that food. They handle that food and say, here, here it is, eat it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't receive that. You wouldn't uh, take that. That's how it is with God. Our hands are corrupted and uh, whatever good we may try to do, it, is, it corrupts that, our sin corrupts it. As God says, our, all of our righteousness is, is as filthy rags. He cannot accept them from our hands. So that is a key teaching of Scripture. But all false religions say, oh, okay, no, you can do this. You do this, and you will pay for your own sins. So we've talked all about that, and then we've kind of come to the other side. But we talked about how it's not of works, but it is to produce works. The works come after salvation, and that is a key part. God saves us to change us, so we will then go to work for Him uh, as a result of our salvation, not to produce our salvation. And we're going to continue talking along this line in Acts 20. There is a response we are to make to God's salvation, His, his uh, provision of salvation, but it's not works. And I want to stress that because there, is, there are some groups that go to an extreme, particularly in my experience, it's been those who hold to a 
very strong emphasis on election and predestination. And they'll say, salvation is all of God. It's not any of man. Now, at that point, we could agree to that. that that's what I've been saying. Salvation is accomplished by God through the Lord Jesus. We didn't contribute to that in any way. We're not a part of that. But there is, then after that, there is a reception. There is a reception of that salvation. And these groups that really stress God's election and predestination in His hand of salvation, they'll even go, some will go to the extreme and say, you don't even do anything to receive it. God just, just kind of like smacks you with it. He just forces it on you and you don't even have a choice. And if you, try to, if you even try to repent and believe, that's a work. You're working. They, they, claim, they label that as a work. And that is just simply not true. Because God does call us to respond in a way in our heart. That's a key element. It's in our heart, not in our hands, in our heart. And that is not a work. Because if God asks us to respond in that way, and He says it's not a works, then that's not a work. Uh, it is something we are receiving as a gift. And that's what we're going to begin talking about uh, this morning. Acts 20 presents that uh, in a very clear way. So, in Acts chapter 20, uh, Paul states very clearly two key points of our response to God's Get to salvation. All right, we'll start with verse 20. Acts chapter 20 and verse, verse 20. Paul is talking to the Ephesian church uh, as he is leaving them for the last time. And he's always kind of like summarizing the, the gospel and the important truth he wants to leave with them. And he said, How I kept back nothing that was helpful, but proclaimed it to you and taught you publicly and from house to house testifying to Jews and also to Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. There in verse 21 is where he lists the two responses, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Now before I say further things about that, I want to bring in another scripture along with that, and uh, which is uh, Romans Chapter 10 and verse 5. And Paul says, in speaking and contrasting a righteousness by works and a righteousness by faith, he says in verse 5, For Moses writes about the righteousness which is of the law, that the man who does those things shall live by them. Meaning works, trying to fulfill the works of the law. And Paul's saying we can't, we can't accomplish that. But God's plan is righteousness by faith. And he begins to speak of that in verse 6. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ from above, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made into salvation. So the important truth there is, Paul says, it's a work in our heart. There is a response from our heart that, is, that comes and is what God uh, has planned and asks from us. 
Of course, we can't do that on our, on our own. It is God's work in us, but that we will respond in our heart in faith. And repentance and faith go hand in hand. And then Paul mentions the mouth, meaning it will be confessed, it will be made public of a belief, of repentance and a belief, and that's the response of salvation. And what I want to stress in all this at this point, in a context of what we're talking about with works and a gift and faith, is that at this point, even when people can hear the gospel and say, God will forgive your sins, the human heart invariably then is still to come and say, okay, what, okay, what do I need to do? What, what, what can I do to pay for this? What work can I do? That's the normal response. And the truth of the gospel is, it's a free gift. But you do respond in this way, but it's, in your, it's a heart response. It's not a work. It's a heart response of repentance and faith. And so what God does ask you to do to respond is, first, repentance, a heart of repentance. That's not going and doing some act of penance. That's where the Catholic Church has, has blurred that line, and they've taken that word even, say, okay, you do this act of penance, penitent, and you will, you will be paying for your sins, and it's some work of your hands. You're doing some kind of, you're bringing some offering, or you're doing some prayers or whatever, and that mentality is a work. That's not what God is talking about here. That's not the gospel. The heart of repentance is a, just a response of the heart, not of the hands. But there is a response of the heart. And what I want to stress is, is that that's what God is looking for. That's what God receives. And if there's anything in us that says, oh, well, I just really feel bad about my sin. There must be something I must do. All God is looking for from you is a heart of repentance. That is all He's looking for. That's all He receives, is a heart of repentance. What is a heart of repentance? It is simply, you're saying, God, I am sorry. You're sorry about your disobedience. That's what God's looking for. That's the response. And again, it, it, we don't generate it. It's not really of us. Jesus said, no one would come to me unless the Father sent me draw him. He said, all of you would be lost unless I and my Father were working to come to you and to draw you and to bring you in this path, in this journey. Uh, you'd all be lost. Jesus said, no one would come to me. So none of us can say, boy, you know, I, I, just, I just got it. This person didn't. I got it. I responded. No. We, none of us can say, oh, you know, I just got it. God has revealed it to us. But then when He brings us to the point, and I'm not going to get a hold of detail with this. That'll be future. But I'll just, you might be questioning, oh, well, then how does this work? It works in that God is working within us to draw us to, and His work is to open our eyes, open our ears, where we freely want to respond. But we never would get to that place to freely want to unless God had worked in us to bring us to that place. And you can call it conviction, drawing, all of that is God's work. That if He didn't do that, none of us would want to come and repent and believe. But today I want to stress just 
to, the, to answer the world out there who might say, well, what do I got to do? Certainly I've got to do something. Or even uh, in those of us who just maybe hearing the gospel, and you may say, but you know, there must be something I've got to do. God just says, I want your heart. I want a heart. I want you to respond in a heart of repentance toward God, faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. That was Paul's words to the Ephesian church in Acts 20. That is so concise and so comprehensive uh, as he shared with that church in the last time he was going to see them. And so he, he put it all together in a package in one verse. So that's why Acts 20 and verse 21 is so helpful uh, in, in uh, presenting salvation. And he said, here's, here's, what, here's what God's work in us is. And our response is repentance toward God, faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And so what God is looking for in a response is repentance of our sinfulness. And I will stress this because I think this is a really big problem today in the modern church. That in the preaching of the gospel, by and large, repentance is omitted, is passed over, is, is totally left out. And I believe that's fatal. I, I believe it's a big part of what we are seeing in the modern church falling away. You look at things, you say, how can, the, how can these church be saying that we're just going to receive homosexuals in our church and, and think that we can do that? Do they not read the same Bible we do? What's going on here? And I think we're seeing a product of a lot of false conversions who talk all about Jesus, and they talk about belief in Jesus, but they do not talk about repentance of sin because they never have repented of sin themselves. And so they're fine with embracing sin in their church because they've, they've never rejected sin in their own heart. The two go hand in hand. I'm afraid that's a big part of our problem today. And so I think this is a very important truth that uh, the Bible is clear that it stresses that the response of our heart, as Paul said in Romans 10, a belief in our heart, that involves repentance and faith. And repentance is the beginning point because we first deal with our sin. The whole issue of salvation is about our sin. And that's where I think this... That's what breeds the false conversion because people try to come and they, they, they sense they're dealing with some problem. I've got, this, I've got to deal with this issue between me and God. And they, they come and, and they may be dealing with all kinds of peripheral stuff. Well, I just need God to help me be a success. I need God to help me straighten my marriage out. I need God to do this for me. Well, yeah, you, you do, but that's a, that's, a, that's a later issue. That's not what we need to deal with first. The first issue is you dealing with your sinfulness of disobeying your Creator. you got to deal with that first. And then you can deal with your marriage. Then you can deal with being a successful person. Those are secondary, but by and large, the gospel preached in the modern church is, come to Jesus, He'll make you a success. He'll help you solve your marriage. He'll do this, He'll do that. It's all earthly stuff. And they're not dealing with sin issues. And it's a subtle little switch that maybe we don't even recognize at first. And it's easy to slide into that. 
But what it's doing, it's, it's totally ignoring dealing with our sin. That I and you have broken the Ten Commandments repeatedly and, and all of them. And that is an offense to God. And we, we have a debt to God and we must deal with that. And again, then, what do I do? What do I do? He just says, come to me with a heart of repentance and faith in Jesus. And so what is it that, I, I, that God's looking for me when I come to God and deal with my sin? I come and offer a heart of repentance by saying, God, I'm sorry. I went after this sin. I thought it was a good thing. I thought that's what I needed to do. And I realize now that is a mistake. I was wrong. I, I did wrong. I went the wrong direction. I want to turn and come to you and I want to repent. And I want to believe in you, follow you. Repentance and faith go together. They're two sides of one coin. You really, I don't think, biblically, I think the truth is you can't have one without the other. You can't truly be coming to Jesus in faith except you come from a heart of repentance over sin. Because there's no other reason, there's no reason to be coming to Jesus except dealing with your sin. Again, Jesus has not come to make you a successful business person. He's not come to make you uh, a, 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 you know, a star athlete. You have that kind of corruption too. Oh, Lord Jesus has just helped me to be this star on the athletic field. No, He's not. That is not what He's after in your life. Um, he's, he's, he's after changing your heart about sin. That's what he's doing. And so uh, we're going to focus on dealing with our sin and repentance and faith. That's what he's looking for. That's the only response that he's looking for. He's not looking for acts of penitence. He's not looking for you to try to work off your sins. The free gift is you come with a heart of repentance, sorry over your sin, and wanting Him to change your condition. And so that's the heart of the, the truth that sets, that's, that, that distinguishes between the true gospel and false religion around the world. What they need to hear is you, you don't need to you know, come with candles and, and prayers and, and offerings and, and all kinds of penitent stuff. You come to God in a repentant heart. An inside thing. Not outside. An inside, repentant heart and repentant over your sin. And you put your full trust then in what Jesus did, His work, because none of your works will do any good. And that's faith. We'll look more in detail next time on that. But first what he's looking for is a repentant, sorrowful heart over our sin. Literally that word means to have a change of mind. And which literally, which is meaning you're changing your mind about sin. Again, we've got to be very careful. We've got to be very careful about there's all kinds of false Gospels being presented out there in the evangelical church where it makes a subtle switch where you are, you're focusing on something different than your sinfulness. 
And that's when the gospel becomes a false gospel. But you are changing your mind about your sinfulness. Whereas your mind before was, I'm going to go after this. Now you're changing mind saying, no, I was wrong. I don't want that. I want to, I want to come to God. I want to obey Him. And you repent and you believe on Jesus. And let me just, what came to my mind just now, there's another aspect of false gospel. I'm going to bring this up because this is very common, very prevalent is, and I've heard, I heard this teaching somewhat recently where, uh, from this, the uh, charismatic groups, uh, health and wealth gospel. They preach a health and wealth gospel, but it's a false gospel. And they'll state it like this. They said, that, uh, that word repentance means changing your mind. They're, that's true. At that point, they were true. Then they said, you change your mind about that before you're just, you got problems, you are poor and you're struggling. You, change, you have a change of mind. You realize God's your father. He wants to give you all this stuff. And you just open your mind to that. And you begin to realize I can change my destiny by changing my mind about what God wants to give me. That's the gospel preached by a lot of these guys that are these televangelists and um, word of faith. And that is a false gospel. That is a completely false gospel. That is not what God is working to do for you. Their gospel is, you change your mind about God, you just get your view on what all He is, His power, and He'll make you rich, He'll make you healthy. It's a health and wealth prosperity gospel, and that's a false gospel. That's not dealing with your sin. It's all about, I want to be rich. That is not why Jesus died on the cross. He died on the cross to pay for your sins. And so you change your mind, not about, you can now be rich, you change your mind about your sinfulness. You've got to be focused on dealing with your sin in order to be saved because that's what salvation is about. A heart of repentance. So, just wanted to bring this in and emphasize this. And this is the answer. This is the biblical answer to saying it's not of works. And even the point, you say, well then what, is, what do we do? A heart of repentance. And faith. And that's not works. That is not works. That is a response of the heart that God has brought us to. And that is biblical salvation and what God offers to us. All right, let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your great plans, for your plan of salvation to save us through your great power and your work, your righteousness, where you, you did the work of salvation. You came down in the Lord Jesus, and Lord Jesus, you took our sin upon you. You did the work and paid that debt, and then we can come to you with a heart of repentance and faith and receive your gift. And we thank you for that and pray that you would help us to live that out and to share it with others who desperately need it in this world where this truth is so uh, uh, corrupted and confused. Help us to clearly share the gospel with others. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Mm -hmm.